Welcome to Watch Therefore. Our Savior Jesus told us to watch for His coming, and the signs that He spoke of are all around us, shouting, Watch Therefore, and be ready. So join me, Dove Schwartz, as we learn to watch and prepare for the coming of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Welcome to Watch Therefore. We're watching for our King, our great Savior, Messiah Jesus. He's coming for His people in the clouds any moment. He tells his people to watch their for and be ready. We don't know the hour of the day, the coming of the Son of Man. Well, my name is Dove Schwartz. I'm here in northern Israel, and we have a special program today. Oh, I know it's a subject of great controversy, but it's also a subject that is dear to the heart of the Lord and is a great comfort to the body of Messiah. And when I say we have a great subject, uh, we have our co-host, Dr. John McTurnan, there in Pennsylvania who is watching for this king to come, looking for that blessed hope. And that's what we're going to talk about on this program today, isn't it, John? Exactly. We're talking about the blessed hope, the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's right. John, why don't you lead us in a word of prayer, and we'll get this thing started. Yeah, Father, thank you for this time together. Thank you that we could um, share this information with our listeners. And we ask for, um, the Bible says, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So we ask that all our faith is built up now in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, John, you know, I talked about this before the program, and, and I am going to read a verse of Scripture to get us started, and then, then we're going to discuss something uh, about the, the context in which an excitement in the body of Christ looking for the blessed hope historically uh, and, and even currently in some places in the world takes place. Uh, but first, one of many verses that speaks of the rapture, First uh, Thessalonians chapter 4, and actually the words caught up in English, uh, the Bible was, the New Testament of the Bible was written in Greek, but when translated into Latin, it comes up with a word that's very close to the word rapture, but it comes from this word in Greek, caught up, that is in English caught up, but it was uh, translated from Greek into then into Latin, where we get the word rapture. So, First um, Thessalonians four sixteen through 18. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up, raptured, together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and thus we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. Now, now this world has never been a nice place, but it's getting crazier by the minute. And, and in this passage, Paul is telling the believers in... in in the Thessalonian body of Messiah, who had lost loved ones who had died, well, we don't sorrow as those who have any who have no hope, and and it's a great source of comfort that the rapture is coming. John, the, the rapture is something we're supposed to be comforting one another in difficult times with, isn't it? Uh, it sure is. Uh, wherefore, you know, comfort one another with these words. And uh, Pastor Dove, in going around in the churches. And all, um, and I'm speaking from my own personal experience too. How many times have that scripture been given that you've heard of to comfort people? It's, it, hardly ever, and it's a big source of discussion that we who believe in the rapture should present to people who don't or who mock at it. I was with some dear friends the other day. They they love the Lord, but they they are they were make, making mockery of of the rapture, and um, the reality is. We have a responsibility to comfort one another who are in great sorrow with the rapture. It's a very sad thing. 
when people would, would mock something so important and so significant. Now, now, John, we talked about this, like I said before the program. You and I were both uh, witnesses of what was going on in the 60s and 70s with the Jesus movement in America. And there was, a, if you will, maybe a mini revival or a, a, a partial revival. It was sweeping through the hippies who were getting saved by Jesus. And, and also, in many of the churches, Bible prophecy was surging. And the, the, the idea of what the Bible teaches of the rapture was embraced uh, even to a point where people in the news and secular sources were hearing of this witness of believers in Jesus looking for the rapture. Isn't that right? Uh, yes, I remember that. Now, I wasn't a believer at the time, but I remember that kind of captured the nation somewhat. Mm-hmm. Papers were reporting it. It was on the news. Uh, I'll tell you, though, what really kind of did revive it was Hal Lindsey's book, The Late Great Planet Earth, and there was always preachers uh, here that uh, well-known preachers like uh, Billy Graham and others that, that would preach on the rapture. Mm-hmm. The late great so, planet Earth and, is where I first heard of the rapture too, John. Yeah, so it was probably um, uh, the real revival started in the late 60s to mid-70s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And my little Jewish mother got saved in 1968, and I was around those hippies. I was a little boy. I wasn't following the Lord. I was around those hippies, though, who were saying things like, um, Jesus is far out, man, and things like that, you know? And, and, but, but they were talking about the coming of the Lord. Now, now John, you have, you're a student of revivals down through the centuries, and, and, and I, to some degree, am as well. And, and I see in these revivals that have taken place as, uh, at different times that it, 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 there's a resurgency of watching for the coming of the Lord during times of revivals, Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, that's part of God's power. There's power in living with the blessed hope. I, I've read the biography of the great evangelist. Now, he's not well known today, but 200 years ago. Actually, actually at the founding of America, George Whitfield mm-hmm. was his name. Mm-hmm. And he used to hold prayer meetings at night. And at uh, midnight to one in the morning, People would go out, and they would be on their knees praying, looking up into the heavens, uh, waiting for the Lord's coming. That's very good. See, and then when I read that, I was thinking, no wonder this guy had so much power Hallelujah. with the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There, there, there is power and glory in watching for King Jesus to come. And he commands us to. He says, watch, therefore, and be ready. Now, now John, uh, in, in places that you're ministering, and I'll talk about my own in a moment, like where Pakistan, for example, and India, are they looking for Messiah Jesus to come where they're suffering and there's persecution and, and, and poverty? There, are they looking for the coming of Messiah Jesus? You, you minister there through uh, Internet and, and gospel tracts and relationships. Absolutely. I, I'm very comfortable. I'm much more uh, comfortable dealing with the believers in uh, India and Pakistan and Kenya, for example, uh, than I am with many here in America. Yeah, uh, we they're they're readily living with the blessed hope, and I fit in fine with them. And here it can be a grind, Pastor Dove, in, in, in many circles. That's it's true. It's true. The, this um, this this resistance to the coming of Messiah Jesus in the rapture, this uh, persistency with uh, with really building a wall against it, and 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 even 
mocking those who believe in the coming of the Lord in the clouds. It's very sad. John, I have the same testimony when I go through Africa. Uh, they, they sit at the edge of their seats. They can't wait to co- for me to come to preach on the coming of the Lord in the clouds. They, 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 they wait with great anticipation. Now, John, I, I'd like you to share with our listeners uh, uh, an observation you have of when the rapture began to die in the hearts, especially in American believers, and how you watched that take place. Well, it, it's very interesting, because uh, I've studied this, and if we have time, I'd like to talk about Europe first, mm-hmm. or, or Europe. But, We've got about two uh, minutes to th- the break, okay? we got about two minutes to the break. Yeah, well, after the break, maybe. But what happened was, uh, when I first came to the Lord in the mid-'70s, that's all we talked about, Me too. Yeah. was his coming, the rapture, mm-hmm. studying the scriptures. There was an excitement. And then it seemed like um, the Word of Faith movement hit, and uh, the, the, the materialism of you could pray and have a nice house now. And, and that, there's nothing wrong with having a nice house, but it seemed to become the focus of the attention of so many believers. It was like the American church got swallowed up by it, and all of a sudden no one was talking about the rapture anymore. So, it just literally kind of faded out. So I think what you're making reference to is the prosperity movement as well. Yes. 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 That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah when yeah. I look back and I see that everybody, well, not everybody, but most people, instead of starting talking about the Lord, they were talking about this, the latest book that came out by this author and these tapes that came out and did you hear this and praying and, you know, getting a car and all. It just seemed like, and again, there's nothing wrong. You know, in this world, we need a vehicle to get around. But the, the emphasis switched from the coming of the Lord to living comfortable now. You know, uh, the Lord warns about the cares of this life and the, the lust of the things of this world. And, and John, I think you've, you've hit upon something that's very important. Now, we've got to go to a break. And then when we come back, I'd like you to talk a little bit about Europe and, and what happened there that's on your heart. Uh, we have this wonderful ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers. Hallelujah. Now, uh, we who are looking for King Jesus to come, we also believe that Israel is so significant in Bible prophecy. And many of the believers in Israel here in the land are doing such great work for the kingdom of God just before the coming of the Lord. And so if you go to BlessingIsraeliBelievers.com, there you can find some of the partners we have in Israel. And as you prayerfully and financially partner with Blessing Israeli Believers, wow, uh, what a blessing that is. And you also help keep watch there for on the air. And John, we're translating... uh, your gospel brochure that's gone around the world that is uh, in many different languages and, 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 and is about healing the broken heart, how the Lord came to heal the broken hearted. And that's being translated into Hebrew as we speak to go out through our partnerships here in Israel. Isn't that exciting? Well, it is exciting. And uh, every week now I'm, I'm getting tremendous exciting news. I just uh, printed the, that brochure in Chinese. And I've started a Chinese restaurant uh, ministry. And what I'm encouraging is everybody to get these brochures. And when you go to a Chinese restaurant, give one to the waitress. This is what I do, Pastor Dub. I give it to the waitress. I, I say, can you read this? And the ones I've given it to said, oh, yes, that says Jesus Christ came to heal the brokenhearted. I say, good, this is for you. And I give a couple extras. And I said, would you give, a, give them to the chefs and uh, maybe some of the other waitresses? And it's going very good. I'm getting incredible feedback from people doing this. 
Uh, so we, we need a worldwide Chinese restaurant ministry here with this brochure. It's very exciting. Very exciting indeed. Well, it's getting ready to go out here in Israel, and we're very thankful um, for the Lord doing this. And we're even going to go to Chinese restaurants in Israel. And I have a good excuse now to go to Chinese restaurants here in Israel because I'll take the Chinese version for that. So it's very exciting. And well, go to Blessing They're Israeli. They're on the way, Pastor Dove. I mailed it to you. That's very good. Very good. Thank you, John. And so go to BlessingIsraeliBelievers.com. And uh, also there you'll find our Blessing Israeli Believers Feast of Tabernacles Israel tour. And John, you're coming to Israel. You're going to be helping me lead the tour there, right? Yes. Yes, uh, I'm, I'm, that's exciting. Yeah, it's going to be good. And uh, here uh, in Israel, we have uh, Aharon Lavarco, our Messianic tour guide. It's going to be a special, unique tour. We're going to be uh, meeting with some of our Blessing Israeli Believers partners here also in the land. Now, uh, go to BlessingIsraeliBelievers.com, sign up for the tour. We look forward to seeing you here. Now, let's go back to this teaching about the rapture. John, you were going to say some things about Europe as it pertains to what we're discussing today. What what was that? Yeah, I, I am going to do that, but I just want to share something real quick, Pastor Dove. You shared from Thessalonians and um, about the coming of the Lord, but look at Thessalonians. There's a progression in it about the Lord's coming. Uh, I, I'll start with uh, chapter one, verses nine and ten. But they themselves sh- uh, show of us what manner of entering in we had unto you. Now, this is Paul talking to the church at Thessalonica. And how you turned, now listen to this, to God from idols to serve the living and the true God, semicolon, semicolon. So what follows is directly connected to serving and living, uh, to serve the living and true God, and to wait for his Son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, even Jesus which delivered us from the wrath to come. Absolutely. So what was basic Christianity back then? What, when, immediately when you turn from sin to the Lord, you look for his coming. Is that preached today, Pastor Doug? No, no. That's no. one of the reasons the church is so powerless. That's right. That's right. Looking for the coming of the It becomes worldly when you're not living for the, with the blessed hope in your heart. We have a tendency, a default, so to speak, to worldliness, That's and right. we don't even know it. It's true. The, the, the faithful servant is watching for the master to come. The wicked servant says, my master is delaying his coming and begins to go towards worldliness and then goes to hell. And, and now, so, there's one, I'm sorry. Excuse no, me. no, please go excuse ahead. Me. One last verse from Hebrews is more from um, uh, Thess- uh, Thessalonians, but I want to explain in history what's happened. Uh, Hebrews nine twenty eight says, So Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many. Now listen to this, Pastor Doe. And unto them that look for him shall he appear the second time without sin unto salvation. So the Lord is coming for those that are looking for him. Absolutely. Absolutely. But Christianity 101 is... You know, the death of the Lord on the cross and his shed blood, his bodily resurrection, and his coming for us. And if if we're not living with the Lord coming for us, there's something wrong with our faith, Pastor Doug. There's something been grounded out in the faith. It really is. And listen, I know well-meaning believers in, in Jesus, the Lord, who have adopted these doctrines where they say he can't come until like the end of the tribulation and anyone who believes differently 
uh, is a false prophet and all that. And I, I go, oh, God, God, they've got a bad doctrine, Lord. They got a hold of a bad doctrine. They, they believe so strongly in it. But, John, if you ask them, are you looking for Messiah to come? No. Are you warning people that, uh, that they need to be ready for the Lord to come? No. Are you preparing people? Are people living by the joy of the Lord knowing that this world is not their home because they're looking for the Lord to come? No. They're, it's leading people in a bad way, isn't it, John? And it's putting fear in them. And many of them, now look, I know as well as you and many of our listeners how bad the world is, but the Bible doesn't tell us to focus on it. It tells us to focus on the bride, we're the bride, and the groom, the Lord, coming for us. That's right. And that's what we're, that's what we're to focus on, no matter how bad the world comes becomes. Because yeah. that will ground, that. it can put tremendous fear in us, and, you know, people start to hunker down, and they start looking for the Antichrist, and, and it takes their joy and their power out of them. When the Bible says we're to look for the Lord's coming, the groom coming for the bride, that's what we're to be anchored in. Absolutely. Now, now Pastor Dove, mm-hmm. what happened was, uh, I want to sum this up real quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go back almost three centuries now, what, to the early 1800s, and uh, the leading seminaries in the world were in uh, Germany, uh, well, in Europe anyways, the and historians have noted that for whatever reason the the german churches stopped the seminaries stopped preaching uh about the rapture uh, and the coming of the lord mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it spread all throughout europe and about 100 years later you there wasn't a seminary in europe that believed the notable seminary that believed the bible was the word of god and that the, the, they didn't, uh, the second coming of the Lord. And the pastors picked this up. And that's one of the reasons Hitler could do what he did in Germany, because there was no strength from the church. They had, they had jettisoned it. Yes. They had jettisoned the belief. Yes. And the, if they had the belief, it was just a dead doctrine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But what happened was, uh, after the Civil War in America, um, and, and it's really building up to World War I, there were tremendous revivals in America about the Lord's coming, about the rebirth of the nation of Israel. Notable preachers like um, D.L. Moody, for example, and R.A. Torrey. Uh, there were whole um, theological schools that were teaching this, and there were huge revivals. People were praying for Israel. They were praying and fasting for the Lord to restore Israel. England as so well was experiencing this kind of thing, John. In England, much of, of the rapture teaching came from England. Uh, well, it, it, well, yeah, it, it, uh, with the Plymouth Brethren and Darby, but it didn't take root. It, 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 there was a little bit here and there, but it took root in America. It spread. It, it took it, real root. It, I call it a, uh, it, was a, it was the Second Reformation. Ah, the Second good. Reformation... Mm-hmm was a reformation about prophecy, because the first reformation didn't really touch prophecy. So as Europe waned in the preaching of the Lord's coming and many other things, America got, went on fire. So the, the remnant of the church in America today, we can uh, you know, go back 100 and, 120, 30 years to the great revivals that took place, where Europe has been steadily declining, Pastor Doug steadily declining to the state where it is today. There's no power. Islam is overrunning Europe. The church is non-existent there, really, for all practical purposes. And if we don't have revival in America, we're going to end up 
here with the church like in uh, in Europe. We're at the edge of it now, and uh, you know we don't have time. We're just about out of time, uh, actually, for this program. But we believe uh, that the rapture will take place before the tribulation, and boy, is that becoming more of a no-no in the eyes of people. But we believe that, and we and we can have a whole other program and talk about that. But here's what I say. People say, well, what if you're wrong? What if, you know, the first day into the tribulation, what are you going to do? I say, I'm going to do what I did every day before that. I'm going to watch, therefore. I'm going to look for the blessed hope. I'm going to watch for Messiah Jesus to come every day. Every day I'm going to watch. I cannot receive or believe a doctrine that tells me I shouldn't look for Jesus to come today. Amen, John? Amen. I'm with you on that. Amen. Well, I'm so thankful, John, you were co-hosting on the program today. Great information. I, I, I pray that our listeners will want the life of the cross, the resurrection, and the second coming of Messiah Jesus. He's coming soon in the clouds for us. And when he does, he'll take us home and hell will, hell will break loose on this earth. And then we will come back as Jesus finalizes the second coming to sit on the throne of David and we rule and reign with him. Folks, get ready. Spend the days you have now. Oh, Lord, uh, give us a heart of wisdom. Help us to number our days that we might have a heart of wisdom. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, help our listeners to break loose from the bad doctrines and from the things that hold them and weigh them down from following Messiah Jesus. Help all of our listeners today, Father. Oh, Father, we ask this in Messiah Jesus' name and for his sake. Lord, we look for your coming. Help us to get ready. Amen. Well, John, again, great to have you on the program. Well, I thank you very much. I'm delighted to be able to share all this information with our listeners. Now, uh, I want to have, uh, again, some announcements. The program brought to you by the ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers. What a special opportunity we have just before the coming of Messiah Jesus to bless Israeli believers in Messiah Jesus. Only about 20,000 of us here out of 6 million Jewish people. Wow. Now, that's a seed preserving the land and people of Israel till Messiah comes. Also, you don't want to miss this tour. John, let me ask you, this tour to Israel, the Blessing Israeli Believers Feast of Tabernacles Israel tour, real quick, will you share with our listeners a couple of things you're really looking forward to teach on here at the tour? Well, I'm looking two things that stand out. Number one, going to the Mount of Olives and teaching what we know in the Bible as the Olivet Discourse. They are right there and about mm-hmm. the Lord's second mm-hmm. coming. Mm-hmm from Zechariah about the Mount of Olives splitting, and also uh, in Nazareth where we could teach uh, where the Lord uh, proclaimed uh, Luke 4.18 related to him. From Luke 4.18, I'd like to go right to Nazareth there and teach. That's where it all started. That's where the brokenhearted ministry started, right there. So those, now of course there are many, many, many others, but those are the two that are paramount to me. That sounds good, John. Well, listen, I want our listeners to know, go to BlessingIsraeliBelievers.com. Look at the itinerary. Sign up for the tour. We look forward to seeing you in Israel, as is our custom. Here is how we like to conclude our program. It's so important to watch, therefore. Why? Well, it's because Messiah Jesus is coming any moment. God bless you. Thanks for listening today, and please join me every day, Monday through Friday, unless our Lord Jesus returns for us this week. This program is listener-supported and depends on tax-deductible donations to stay on the air. 
Give to Watch Therefore and contact me through our website at watchtherefore.tv. You can also send tax-deductible donations to Watch Therefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. Again, by the web, watchtherefore.tv, and mail, watchtherefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. You can also call me right now at 713-624-0943. That's 713-624-0943. Keep watching for Messiah Jesus.